from Studio B and PulpBoutique.com. I think in showbiz, you should always go for the shortest moniker possible, the shortest name possible. And I'll tell you in a moment when that realization occurred to me and an example of what happens when you go the other way. It came to me, I was running on Father's Day. Not that I was, you know, doing anything special for Father's Day. I try to run as, as much as I can. Uh, <laughs> but I always have to come back. <laughs> I need to try running just in one direction sometimes. See, see if Mrs. Poteet actually comes looking. So I was running on Sunday, on Father's Day. And uh, as I sometimes do when I'm running, if it's on the weekend, you can hear in a million different places, as if it was the 1970s or 1980s, you can hear uh, Casey Kasem doing one of his countdowns. And so I had on uh, one, I think the year this time was, the year was 1974. And uh, I don't know why I do that. I maybe I think in the back of my mind that if uh, while I'm exercising, if I pretend it's the 70s, I will have the body of a, of a younger person. <laughs> And be able to go farther. And if I'm listening to Carpenter's songs, you know, that really gives you the extra kick to get a personal best. But I was thinking when I heard that, that it's still true today that it, if, uh, if a brand, as we say these days, a brand name back then, I guess. It was, see, even, even what we call it is shorter than what it used to be. If a brand name, like we called it back in the 70s or 80s, even if it's successful sometimes, it gets change it gets shortened either from people just calling it a shorter thing or it's intentionally shortened at some point and then i thought of that because he was playing this song uh, by um grand funk railroad only they weren't grand funk railroad anymore they were grand funk railroad when they you know started out in michigan and they had a couple of hits and all of a sudden they were grand funk and uh they were doing the locomotion which was uh, a remake of a song by little eva Maybe she should have changed her name to just Eva at some point. I'm not so little anymore. Of course, the Beach Boys have never graduated to men. You'll, you, maybe you've noticed that. But anyway, they're playing uh, Grand Funk. Funk. <laughs> just the funk. Uh, without the railroad. And I thought, that just happens over and over again, doesn't it? Because I remember when I first started in radio, there was a hit out. There were still hits out from the Jefferson Starship. Or just Jefferson Starship, I guess. There was Jane and Find Your Way Back, I think, into the early 80s. But at some point, oh, they changed their name, remember, to just Starship. And then they had those uh, mechanical hits in the mid-80s. And they had uh, Sarah and a couple of We Built This City as just Starship. So they went from you know Jefferson Starship to Starship, Grand Funk Railroad to Grand Funk. I'm going to stop at the funk. The funk is where I get off. This train don't go no farther. So it also applies to uh, company names a lot of times, like right now, because we've got Domino's Pizza making a big deal out of, you know, please just call us Domino's from now on, because <laughs> I don't know, they don't like their pizza or they don't have enough faith in their pizza, or I guess they just want to extend their product line. And so now they're just simply Domino's. And if you talk about FedEx now, it's hard to remember, but I do remember that there was a time when it was Federal Express. It wasn't just FedEx. When they first started doing the fast-talking commercials, I think they were for Federal Express. United Press, or not United Press, United Parcel Service, somewhere along the way, you know, sort of faded away. And I don't think anybody doesn't say UPS now. 
I have uh, some office services for another business, I get them at the UPS store. Nobody there ever calls it the United Parcel Service Store. It's just the UPS store. So they've gotten shortened, too. And then I thought, and maybe this is because I was living in the 70s while I was running and thinking, that there are some places that might have, might have held on longer had they shortened their name. Because there was a chain of restaurants that was huge back in the, uh, I think they started in the 50s and they probably crested in the late 60s and into the 70s. They had thousands of places across the country and they were called Sambos. And a lot of times I know them and have experience in uh, Sambos because a lot of times they were located next to Motel 6s. Or if you're not from Indiana, Motel 6 that were located across the country when we would take our big family trips in the 70s. It was not like a you know a Chevy Chase family trip. Nobody died along the way. The dog dogs didn't pee on the food, but but my dad, you know, with a lot of kids and uh, you know not a lot of money, had us staying a lot of times in Motel Six, six sixty six a night at the time. You know, in those uh, pre-inflation days of the 70s, I don't know what that would you know translate into now, but a pretty good deal for like five people on some of our trips, five, six people. And one of the things that kept their prices so low were the uh, cockroaches. No, I'm just kidding. One of the things that kept their prices so low was, I think it was no swimming pools. For a long time, you had to put coins in the television, <laughs> which was terrible, you know, if you're a kid. You had to put coins in the TV to watch TV. And then what was the other thing? Oh, no, sw- no swimming pools, no phone, no lights, no movie stars, no, um, no restaurants, you know, like would be the case with a lot of motels or um, inns or hotels, I guess. And so in a lot of these locations where there was a Motel 6, there would be this place called Sambo's next door where they had breakfast and then they also serve food throughout the day. And it's kind of like it's very similar to a Denny's. If you look up on Google, because if you're under the age of 50 listening to this, and I know a lot of you are, uh, that's, you know, you're going to have to Google it to see what it looks like. And it looks like a, a Denny's. Uh, and it had kind of a menu similar to a Denny's, too. As a matter of fact, I think eventually in the early 80s, it was absorbed by Denny's. And one of the reasons that it went kaput was because its name was judged after a while. Well, there are a couple of different reasons, but the name didn't help. The name Sambos by some was uh, judged to be uh, racially charged. You can Google that, too. I, mean, I don't want to go into all of that. But I uh, sometimes think now with the benefit of hindsight, 2020 hindsight, that if they maybe have Sambos at some point in those heady days where they're doing really well anyway, in the early to mid-70s, that they just shortened it to Sam instead of Sambos. History could have been a little bit different. Now, here's my you know uh, payoff to sometimes if you don't shorten your name, if you go the other direction, if you go for the longer name, then that can be not so good. And that would be Prince. Who didn't love Prince in the 80s? He was, he was huge. I mean, I think now, I don't know, because he didn't, um, maybe because he didn't last longer than he did. I, I think we forget how huge he was. I know at least in Radioland, he was very big in the mid and the late 80s. So he, after a while, goes crazy, as a lot of stars do. A lot of uh, you know, broken, troubled showbiz types are want to do. He goes crazy and decides that, uh, that he's going to have a brand extension, as it were. He's going to be not just Prince. One word, boom, everybody knows. I want to be your lover. Cream. Strawberry beret. 
busy doing something close to nothing but different than the day before. Outdoor, outdoor. Huge hits, as one word, <laughs> a la Cher, <laughs> Elton, Elvis, Beatles. And, uh, but he's going to be, from that point on, he's going to be the artist formerly known as Prince. Now, I'll grant you. This, you know, he can be reduced, I guess, at this point to a symbol. Although, you know, if you're listening to the radio, and that's when he came back like that, still a lot of people just listen to the radio for music. If you're listening to the radio, how are you going to handle a, a symbol? And so all the DJs, always looking for something to talk about, would do the whole thing about, oh, the artist formerly known as Prince. Too long, turns out. You know, but show me the hits. <laughs> show me the hits where he's officially known as the artist known as Prince. Not so many. So I guess the secret is to, <laughs> is at least with names, shorter is better. So I guess the moral <laughs> to the story is that the longer something is around, the shorter it gets. <laughs> I've lost half an inch in 52 years. <laughs> I can only speak for me. Shrinkage! The other thing that I uh, thought of, or at least that I can remember while I was running, is that I finished up running. Uh, and it always seems funny when you see uh, people in a park smoking these days. I guess it's not funny to see people outside smoking because we've, <laughs> we've herded them all outside. What are they going to do? So, uh, you know, a lot of times in office buildings, you'll see people smoking outside. But it's funny to, like, run back and be, you know, uh, trotting and slowly back to your car. And you see somebody, I saw somebody just kind of leaning on their car, having a, having a cig. And I was disappointed and, you know, surprised health-wise because I thought they would be skinnier than uh, what they were. And, of course, disappointed in their health habits, too. But isn't that one of the reasons why people always say <laughs> that they're, they're going to smoke? It's to lose weight. It was not working for this person. So I would maybe smoke a carrot stick in, instead of a cigarette. These are things I saw and thought of, you know, while running. And then it was home to a, a beautiful Father's Day celebration. The first time around that it was actually technically a Grandfather's Day celebration, too. I don't know. Is there a separate day for that? Who cares? <laughs> like, you're going you're gonna to segregate that. It's not like the smokers and the non-smokers. I think you can have the grandfathers and the fathers in the same Father's Day celebration, and nobody's going to care. I couldn't tell you when Grandfather's Day is on the calendar uh, as opposed to Father's Day. So I got to have the first unofficial Grandfather's Day, too. And it was fabulous. I wish my dad was still around. You know, I don't know. I don't think that ever goes away, does it? I mean, uh, you would have liked him if if he were uh, still around. I'd call him up maybe and put him on this. Although I never, uh, my family was not in the circus. I don't, you know, never wanted them to be in the circus. I kind of cringe at putting, you know, pictures of my kids or my grandkids up on, even on social media now because they haven't chosen this particular life, you know, that I chose a long time ago. So maybe I wouldn't put my dad on this, uh, on this internet radio stream. They were on, I think they were on in an edited form one time on, on WZPL, uh, back with Julie and Steve and they were playing some game 
<laughs> you have to play a game <laughs> if you're on in the morning. They were playing some game, and they were and it was they, they were already into probably well into their seventies, and it was hard. They were losing their hearing. I'm beating them to the punch by about thirty years. They were losing their hearing, and so it wasn't uh, it wasn't much fun for them. <laughs> it wasn't much fun for me because you know you love your mom and dad. You're not looking for a good bit, or at least I'm not. I wasn't looking you know to use them for a good bit on the radio. So I think that may have been the first and only time they were ever on the air on the radio that I can think of at least. They used to listen to me on some of the stations uh that I'm on. You can hear me up in northeast Indiana. So they uh always got a kick out of uh they would tune in, they would tune <laughs> they would tune in, not believe me because of the music on the station <laughs> that I was on. I can only imagine what they would be thinking because they really stopped paying attention in about 1964 to music. So uh, I can't imagine what they would think sometimes of the music of the stations that I was on, but they would listen for me because, you know, they were uh, my parents. And I, uh, they apparently were pretty proud. <laughs> I don't know why of, uh, of what I did slash do. So maybe I would call them up, and, uh, but I wouldn't want them to be funny or expect them to be funny. Uh, I would, uh, would just, uh, you know, like you to meet him sometime. He was a very hardworking guy. He was a lot of fun. Uh, he was a man with a, a lot of integrity. And, you know, I looked through uh, Facebook yesterday and, and to a certain extent on Twitter, too, and, you know, read so many stories of guys like that, probably guys his age. I hope there are still guys like that now. I hope I'm one of them. But uh, I don't know. I'm a hard worker. And I think I have a lot of integrity, too. But uh, I don't know if, you know, I'm the same as Dad. I'll never be able to eat at Sambo's again. I know that. Well, I guess I could still stay at Motel 6. I hear the Tom Bodette commercials still on the radio. Talk about a long-running gig. I mean, how long? Those were on first in the 80s, and he's still doing those uh, commercials. Yeah, we'll leave the line on for you. I will probably never pay $6.60 a night for my entire family in a motel room anymore. Unless, of course, we have the zombie apocalypse and a, uh, and a spiraling deflation sets in. Then I suppose it's uh, possible. But Dad brings back good memories of, <laughs> of Sambo's. <laughs> Not so much. Dad brings back good memories of Mom, the family, those great trips, uh, and even Motel 6. And... Uh, so, Dad, uh, please, until I see you there, leave the light on for me. 